Last week I did a video addressing a viewer question about commercial photography and what it's like to try to break into that business in this day and age. And as we kind of concluded, it is extremely difficult between the diminishing opportunities and the increased competition. Um, we're in a day and age where opportunities for photographers are really becoming less and less on a commercial level. And I knew this would happen, but inevitably um, I had several people reach out to me and they said, hey Ted, what about fine art? And I've never really discussed this on the show before. And so I think it's probably important to go ahead and talk about about. Um, I originally tried to do too much in this episode I was preparing for today, so I'm going to split it up into two parts. And today I want to talk about galleries, and we'll talk about the high-end art market uh, in the next show. But um, anyway, I want to address this a little bit today, and I will link up to the original show in the show notes if you guys are interested in seeing that. But on the gallery level, you have to realize that all galleries are not created equal. There are many different kinds of galleries. On one end, you have what I call kitsch galleries, and kitsch galleries tend to be in more touristy areas, usually in small towns near a large body of water, and they will deal in very safe work, usually made by local artists that have depictions of sunsets or furry creatures that live in the area. And this work generally goes at a much lower price point. Um, the volume is where the money is made for the gallery on it. As a photographer, you're not going to have a career doing that. It's just such a low price point that you won't be able to compete. But there is a market for this, and that work is usually sold to people who, let's just say, have less adventurous tastes. They're looking for something that looks beautiful that they can put on their wall, maybe makes them think of the place they went on vacation, or maybe in another scenario, a company comes along and they want to decorate their lobby. So essentially, this type of work is more or less an extension to interior design. And that's not to make fun of this at all. I'm just saying that's, that's the business it ends up being. What you have to understand about fine art is that it is a business. And you are attaching a dollar amount and you're trying to find somebody who that perceived value is going to make sense to. Now you can make a lot of money in that market. If you look at people like Thomas Kincaid or you look at Peter Lick. Uh, Thomas Kincaid had some questionable business practices, uh, but both those people have been able to turn that kind of work that kind of kitsch postcard stuff into multi-million dollar businesses. And there is something to be learned from those people. I'm not trying to put them down at all. Peter Lick is very successful. While you're not going to see his work in art books or museums or history books or anything of that nature, he is what he is and he is very successful. And I guarantee you that's what he set out to be. And there's no problem with that at all. On the other end of the spectrum, you have galleries that are of a little bit higher respect level that deal in more cutting edge work. And there are all sorts of these too. You kind of have the, the, the photography galleries that will represent artists. And I have had the pleasure to work with several galleries just in the course of doing the show. And at their best, these people are amazing. They have a passion for photography that's just as deep as anybody else. They're amazing to talk to about history stuff. They have a real love for what they do. The service they provide for a photographer is very good because they are basically the connector between a photographer and a collector. And it's a tough business to get into for, from a gallery standpoint, and any of these people will tell you this. Um, you have to have the right connections. You need to be understand what value is on work. You have to be able to sell. And I would even say you probably have to end up negotiating and writing that line between the artists and what they view their pricing as as well. And that can be very difficult. Now, 
they provide a wonderful service to artists. Typically on a sale, an artist will take a larger percentage of the sale, and that is an advantage to the artist. They don't have to deal with the business end of things. Uh, I think the, the advantage that probably the gallery has is they can deal with more than one artist, so they represent a group of artists or photographers. They also at times represent uh, what is very popular, which is the vintage photography market. And there's a lot of this because most of the photography history, uh, just the technical way photography works, it's designed to be reproduced and reprinted and done in the darkroom or digitally or whatever that is. And so you have reproductions and then you are also competing with people who are like you might be competing with Henri Cartier-Bresson at top level. You might be competing with Ansel Adams because those, whoever the, the gallery has that they deal with. It becomes very difficult. You can be successful doing this. Would I recommend anybody try to do this? Well, your heart's got to be in the right place for this. There is no you know, set method I can tell you to go about this other than to work your butt off and do shows and spend years perfecting this. Uh, some of the people we've talked about on the show, Michael Kenna, um, I think you could make this argument for Abelardo Morel, Hiroshi Sugimoto, there are many artists that have done very well at the gallery level. I guarantee you all those people spent years paying their dues. Michael Kenna was a printer for 10 years before he ever got a solo show. It just took that long before he was able to create that reputation, get his stuff together. He's obviously an amazingly talented individual, but even then the right doors and the right opportunities have to open for somebody to want to put money into that kind of work at that level. So you can see it's a very difficult industry and fine art is something that, uh, you know, it, it has some similarities to commercial work in that what is the perceived value and who wants to pay for the work. That's basically how the gallery side of things run. And next week um, we're going to hit a pretty big controversial topic because I want to move forward and talk about the high-end art market which is probably going to be controversial on some level and, uh, and, and have a lot of different opinions on. But anyway, until then, if you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to like it and share it with your friends. And as always, subscribe to The Art of Photography so you'll always be up to date on the latest and greatest videos that we do here. Until next time, I'll see you in the next video. Later.